Hey, I'm Jason Gray. Hey, this is Sarah Gross. Hey, I'm Andrew Osinga. Hi, this is Michael Carr. Hey, this is Andrew Peterson, and you're listening to Voices in My Head. And this is me, so let's have some exciting music. Who is me, you ask? Well, me is Rick Lee James, and this is my podcast, Voices in My Head. We've got a great show for you this week, so stay tuned. is in my head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James. I'm very glad you could be here today. It's uh, episode number 129, and we are on week two of Advent. I hope you enjoyed last week, and uh, just uh, as much as I did. And again, I, I said last week, and I believe it again this week, uh, 
never stopped believing it actually that uh, the beginning of Advent is the beginning of the new year for the Christian and so we are here at the beginning of the new year the second week of the new year heading into the second Sunday of Advent and this is sort of preparation for that maybe you're a pastor and you're going to be working out of these texts this coming week uh, I'm going to take some time to to read the uh, the text for the second week of Advent today uh, I look at it as a time of revival and renewal as a time of preparing the way for the coming Lord so I hope that you will uh, will hear these words today and, uh, and as it says in scripture to hear the word of the Lord maybe as you're driving down the road or I don't know maybe you work out when you're listening to this maybe you just take some time and go for a walk and you listen to this I just want you as I read to just allow God's word to speak you, to you today the first passage uh, for the second Sunday of Advent uh, is Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 through 10 and it says a shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. Psalm 72, verses 1-7 through 7 and 18 and 19. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness, and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy, and crush the oppressor. May he live while the sun endures, and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may righteousness flourish and peace abound, until the moon is no more. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May his glory fill the whole earth. Amen and amen. And Romans chapter 15 verses 4 through 13. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, 
we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God, in order that he might confirm the promises given to the patriarchs and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will confess you among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. And again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse shall come, the one who rises to rule the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Matthew chapter 3 verses 1 through 12 is the last verse I'll read today. In those days John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. When the peop- then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the word of the Lord, and we are thankful for it. Well, a few thoughts come to my mind as I hear those scriptures for myself. Um, I've been thinking a lot about um, the Eastern Orthodox Church over the last year. Um, and, and really, it's, it's been a very uh, interesting thing for me to study because uh, I kind of didn't know it even existed until recently, really. Um, knowing that it extends back even further than Catholicism and some of the traditions that they have. And they do Advent a little differently. Um, Rather than Advent, like we celebrate in the West, they actually celebrate what's called the Nativity Fast. And while we in the West tend to focus a lot on really what these passages are about, um, the two Advents, you know, the, the first coming in Christ, of Christ in light of his second coming, which is yet to come, um, 
The Nativity Feast for the Eastern Orthodox Church is really um, a period of abstinence. It's a period of repentance. Um, it's practiced, practiced by the Eastern Orthodox and the Oriental Orthodox Church and the Eastern Catholic Churches even in preparation for the Nativity of Christ, uh, which is what we call Christmas Day. And it prepares Christians for celebrating Christmas in a little bit different way in that um, it focuses thematically on the incarnation of God, of God becoming flesh. And I don't know that we leave that out uh, in our Advent celebration, but I think it would be a healthy balance if we're able to look at all of those things together. Both the Advent of coming, the fact that His coming means that God has incarnated, that God has become flesh, that God is dwelling among us, that God is Jesus. Not that Jesus is like God, but that God is Jesus, and Jesus is God in the flesh. And when I think of, of these passages, um, I think of um, like when John uh, the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3 is calling people to repent as they are coming to baptism, I think that um, the, the Eastern view is very appropriate for us. The idea of the nativity fast um, that, that they have getting ready for Christmas it's as a time of repentance because we are called to again and again in these Advent passages to repent and not only to repent but as John says in Matthew chapter 3 to bear fruit worthy of repentance not just to repent not just to pay lip service not just to pray a prayer saying Jesus forgive my sins but to actually begin to show fruit for that and if we go all the way back to that Isaiah passage which is referenced a couple of times um, throughout this reading you know about the root of Jesse shall come the one who rises to to rule the Gentiles. Um, Paul talks about, may the God of, of hope fill you with joy and peace and believing. Um, and it's the idea of being filled. Isaiah talks about the day when the glory of the Lord, when the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord or the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And it strikes me that in our repentance, in our emptying of ourselves, that is where we truly come to know what it means to be filled. That repentance is an emptying of ourselves so that we can be filled. It's possibly the only thing that can fill us. When we talk about uh, bearing, uh, bearing fruit of repentance and not just repentance, it's that being filled um, that causes us to begin to bear fruit. And that really is what Advent is about. So here we are on this second week of Advent. And, you know, I, I, even in thinking of those words, I think of lyrics to um, a song. Who was it? Um, uh, Chapman. Um, oh, shoot. I've forgotten her name right now. I'll have to look it up later, maybe get back with you guys next week. Um, something Chapman. I know her last name is Chapman. No relation to Stephen Curtis. But she has a line that says... Um, how heavy the empty heart, how light the heart that is full. And that's a very true thing, you know, as we, as we empty out ourselves, because really we think we're full, but we're empty. And, you know, as we've come through Thanksgiving time and Black Friday and just all the ways that we're trying to, to fill up our houses with stuff, maybe it's to give other people, maybe some of it is just to keep. It seems like the more we acquire, the fuller we get, the heavier it is. 
um, and, and, and because it seems so empty, it's just stuff. We keep adding to stuff and more stuff. And I think of that line when it, you know, if we think in terms of our hearts, um, that how heavy the empty heart and how light the heart that's full. So I think of this emptying process of repentance and then the filling process of what Jesus can fill us up with, that God himself, the incarnate one, comes to fill his people with, to fill us with the Holy Spirit, or as Paul says, to, to fill us with hope, to fill us with, uh, with joy and peace in believing so that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, to, to quote Paul from Romans 15 directly. That is a filling of the heart that makes the heart light. And uh, that's a beautiful thing for us to remember in this Advent season. So repent with me. Um, Here we are, second week of Advent, and it is definitely a call to repent. We hear John's words very clearly to us. It's funny to me whenever John's saying to the Pharisees and Sadducees, these were religious people, and I I think that we need to give them the respect that it's due. And not all of them were evil people as portrayed in Scripture, but I want to say when John asks them, you know, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? And I wonder if their response would be, well, you did right now. (laughs) You know, we've come to repent. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing that the repentance call is for everyone. You know, as, as, as much as a, um, people would, would call me a pacifist, I, I believe I'm a Christian, and I believe that calls us to an even greater form of peacekeeping, peacekeeping and peacemaking than pacifism does. Um, as much as people will sometimes ride me about that, um, when, I, when I think of who is included in the kingdom, Jesus includes soldiers just as much as he includes the peacemakers. Jesus includes the Pharisees and the Sadducees just as much as he does the tax collectors and the sinners. All are called to the same place of repentance. All are called to the same place of being emptied of self so that we can be filled full. And so that is a beautiful thing. We are all on level ground. As we remember the coming of Christ, that we are getting ready to celebrate, we aren't there yet because it's not Christmas yet, we're still in Advent, but as we remember the coming of Christ the first time, in light, remembering that he's coming again, Lord, help us uh, to be people of repentance. Help us to follow our Orthodox brothers and sisters and in the repentance fast. Maybe, Lord Jesus, help us in this season where there seems to be so much feasting um, to fast a little and to give some of that away. Maybe this this season God would lead us to to give maybe organizations like I've talked about on this show before, like Living Water International, um, who are, are actually giving water to people around the world. Maybe we could donate some of our Christmas money this year. Maybe our feast won't be quite so big. Maybe our our, our Christmas ham can be a little bit smaller. Maybe we can have uh, less this year. And maybe we can give some of that money towards um, things like that. Doing things that Jesus would call us to do. Um, not giving presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, but giving presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E sharing the presence of the living God through all the things that we do. Lord Jesus, help us to be people who are people of repentance in this Advent season. We love you, Lord. We long for you. We wait for you. 
know, we are expecting joyfully that great day when the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the water covers the sea completely. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Voices in My Head. Don't know if I'm going to be able to put a podcast out next week, but I'm sure going to try. Next week, I head to Nashville to record my album with Lifeway Worship. I'm so excited about it. I covet your prayers. I covet your donations. If you have any money left to give, we still need about $1,000 to uh, to get everything uh, completed in the next coming months. Um, and you can find out more how to give there at GoFundMe.com slash hymns. But let me say, if it came down to you um, caring for someone else that is without and giving to my project, as much as I appreciate your giving, um, let me uh, let me ask you to please give to those who are in, in dire need uh, this Christmas. Be like Jesus in that. Uh, I welcome your donations for my project, um, but I, I really feel like there are people who are worse off than I am as well. God has blessed me so much, and even to be able to work with Lifeway on this project, I just know He's going to provide. Um, so anyway, we'll see you hopefully next week if I can work it in my schedule. God bless you on this Advent season, and I hope you guys have uh, just an incredible Sunday this week, and that you will all worship together, praising the name of Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. If you'd like to know more about me, my ministry, my music, my life, go to my website at rickleejames.com. And I'd love this to be a community experience, so if you call 937-505-0162, you can leave feedback, you can give me suggestions for future shows, you can even record comments that I can play on the next podcast. So let's make this something really great together. 937-505-0162. Thank you so much for listening to Voices in My Head, the official Rick Lee James podcast. God bless.